Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a guy who wants a break and another dude who wants to be friends. Is this a move? Check it out. Enjoy. Share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how we grow. That's right. We're back. We're back in Harlem, back from Vegas. In the studio audience, the live studio audience is here. They're pumped. It's been a while. They're here, they're ready, they can't wait, okay? That is right. They're rambunctious today. Oh my God, this is unbelievable. Oh, enough already, and I know, it's been a while. We've done a lot of Vegas shows, I know, it's a week of that. Stop it. Oh, the fans are too good to me. We're every Tuesday and Friday. Thank you for listening. I'm so happy to be back here in New York. Shelby, good to be here with you. Been a while. It has been a while. You know a lot about time. What do you think? How you been? What's going on? You got a good haircut going on? I did. High and tight. High and tight. Just like this podcast. It comes at you high and tight, right between the eyes. Between the eyes, (laughs) twice a week. Twice a week. Every week, we don't take weeks off. Never. Never. You're listening. Right now, you might be listening to a podcast that's going into best ofs. I hate that. If your podcast does a best of, they don't give a shit about you. They're stealing from you. Stealing from you. Stealing your time. Stealing your effort. Stealing your suggestions. Because that's something I take very seriously. You, the listener, tell a friend, a coworker, a sister, a brother, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, and I take that pretty damn seriously because this weekend this is the friday episode i'm headlining gotham comedy club yeah, are you ready? No, no, no. that's right are you ready because we got the eight o'clock yeah, that's no, no, no. that's right gotham comedy club tonight at eight and ten would you like to come you can't bitch sold out That's right, baby. Sold out. That's because of you, the listener. Bringing a friend, bringing a coworker, getting involved in what we do here. So listen, you want to come some, well, maybe you want to come Saturday at 8. You want to come Saturday at 8? I kind of do. Yeah, would you like to come? You can't. Sold the fuck out. You're out. Would you like, Shelby, would you like to come Saturday at 10? I would really love to. Uh, Nope. Sold the fuck out. Holy shit. Four sold out shows at Gotham. Would you like to maybe come to an 1145 late night Saturday show, Shelby? That I would. Well, guess what? We added that. You can get tickets to that. (laughs) I expected like a ding, but a ship horn is right. The ship horn is correct. You listen to that foghorn go. Ring the foghorn. 
because you can come to a late night show. There it is. Saturday, we have added. That's right. That's right, baby. We added a fifth show because you guys are such amazing listeners and such amazing people. So we added a fifth show. That's Saturday night, late night. What a show. That, that's where we get dirty. Who knows what might happen. You never know what can happen on a late night show. Not to my say the can't stop my heart. <laughs> can't stop my heart. Can't stop this heart. Kickstart my heart. Kickstart. Oh, is that what he's saying? You're not a Motley Crue fan. No, no, no. I, I, well, I'm like a, I like music in the way that I would mess up every line just in the same way I just did right now. Yeah. Can't stop my heart. <laughs> Kickstart my heart. So listen, very appreciative. Totes Preach, all of you guys coming this weekend to Gotham. Uh, Friday and Saturday, all four shows sold out. So we added a fifth show. So if you want to come, you bring a friend, bring a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, papa, someone who wants to come late night Saturday, go to my website, jaredfreed.com, jaredfreed.com, get tickets to that show. We opened up a fifth show so that you, the listener, can get involved if you've already missed out. So listen, we got a fifth show at Gotham this weekend. I'm also coming to the punchline in Philly. Punchline in Philly, May 2nd through 4th. That's right. That's where I'll be hanging. West Philadelphia. Uh, I'll be there May 2nd through 4th. Come on out. And then um, beyond that, Vermont, May 8th. Um, And then I'm also going to be with Michelle Wolf all over this great nation. And then looking way out, June, Worcester at the Woo-Ha-Ha, Mohegan Sun, and Seattle at Laughs in Seattle. So listen, people, very excited to be coming to your town, but New York. Consider these nuts feathered. (laughs) That's right. It feels good. Baby! Baby! I think I could do that. Baby! Ow! That's what I sound like when I come. Oh, that's unsettling. <laughs> it's a very unsettling. So listen, people. Very excited about the live death. Very excited about our today's guest. Hilarious comic. Uh, she's going to be coming to Chicago May 11th and coming to K- upstate New York, Tubby's and Kings- Tubby's Kingston on May 31st. Christy Mayer, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Jared. This is a thrill. A pleasure. A pleasure. Uh, it's ha- We tried working out the scheduling. Finally, we made it happen. Finally, I'm here. Go follow Chrissy on Instagram, at Chrissy Mayer. It will be up in my Instagram stories and also on my page, at Chrissy Mayer. Pumped to have you. You also have a show that's every month at the Stonewall, and that is coming up on May 4th. Yes. And Stonewall has history. Oh, yeah. It was the actually this summer marks Stonewall's 50th anniversary. So 50 years since the Stonewall riots is this year. And the Stonewall riots, if you want to inform the listener, because I I think my information would be like that Motley Crue line. It would be stupid. (laughs) What what would you how would you explain? I would explain that some would say that the gay rights movement started at the Stonewall Inn in 1969 when people kind of rioted against the cops that were shutting down basically. And and Chrissy and I basically met at. You know, you're around open mics, but 
at one very specific open mic, the Duplex. Oh, we were yeah. just talking about it. And that was a, an open mic that was every Wednesday at a gay bar. And it was my favorite open mic. Mine too. It was so much fun because the guy who ran it, this guy named Michael Brill, was just... He's been on this podcast way, way back. Yeah. Full of life. So much fun. Made you feel funnier by being well, on the mic. It y- just it felt like a show. You know what it was when you first start out and we're talking, you know, I'm talking about Gotham and all these people coming out. But when you first start out, you're just looking for stage time and you're looking for people to listen. You know, you can go to open mics and you'd be like, well, and everyone's there for their own selfish reasons, which is their right. But then you go to like, and but then you're like, okay, I need to play tennis with someone. Yeah, I need to be able to have volley. I need to tell the joke and have the <laughs> laugh come back at me. Yeah. and I think the duplex and and the gay community, uh, specifically. They like a performance. Oh, yeah. And they will let you know if they don't like you. They don't do pity laughs. like cats. <laughs> They'll yell at you. <laughs> and I love how Brill would just like kind of talk in the middle of a joke or he would just be like, it next. Made, <laughs> it, you know, it made you sharper and it made, yeah. you know, made the time worth it. And for so many, when open mics, for those listening, this isn't really a comedy podcast, but not to be too inside baseball, but, you know, you're just up there being like, so I went on a date last week and, and you just hear like, uh, you know, you hear the, the okay. yeah, <laughs> you hear the you hear the forks, you know, yeah. rubbing together. You hear and the, like you know, yawn. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, and then like people have already heard that, and like, and and to go to an open mic where people are like, no, sing, dance, and dust. Yeah, don't be tired. That was a that was a great kind of experience. So pumped to have you here, Chrissy. Love the gaze. Are you ready to do some emails? Oh, I'm ready. I want to get right into it. Go follow Chrissy at. Chrissy Mayer, C-H-R-I-S-S-I-E-M-A-Y-R. That is a very specific spelling. Thank you. I used to spell it with a Y, but then I changed my image up in seventh grade because oh. I, I wanted to seem cooler. Because This like, is such a female thing. Yeah. <laughs> there was a girl me. on the an older girl on the gymnastics team. I don't like this whole team. Chrissy look. There I was, need an IE. There was a girl on the gymnastics team. Her name was Chrissy Drews. She was older than me. She was a senior. And I thought she was so cool. She spelled her name with an IE and a K. Mm. So I was like, oh, I need to mix it. <laughs> I need to change my spelling. But this is like one of those things like, you know, the old, you know, cliche the scene is the girl writing her name in the notebook with yeah. the guy's <laughs> last name. But really, I remember growing up, it was always the women would write it like they just liked the look of how their name was written. Yeah, I liked the look of the IE better. And there's a Y in my last name already. So I was like, enough Ys already. Can you imagine if I was like, I'm J A R Y D? <laughs> and I was like, I just like the look, seventh grade. It just seems beyond me. Yeah. <laughs> I was Shelby IE up until college. No ah! way. No. Oh my God. I Well, Shelby, I don't Shelby. ever know what to expect with you. There was a, another girl. And named Shelby, I like what, oh, so I. I, the whole like semester. It was like a very involved class. It was just Shelby I E, Shelby Y, Shelby I E. That that's fun teacher. Very fun. Is it a fun teacher? He's like near retirement. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> he teacher. was like, you shall be failing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do some emails. You ready? J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com we're gonna dive right in um we have some real serious emails we've got some good emails i like i like these ones from women because it's always the the title is something that i love is this a move <laughs> like i like when a girl's like something weird's happening yeah is this a thing is this a maneuver yeah. we need a guy a, yeah. to like discern the just guy a, you know it's like you know when you do like when you're playing the video game it's like is this xxyz <laughs> yeah. is this what does the finishing is this what the how'd guys you do know? that how'd you do that yeah 
Dear Jared Shelby and esteemed guests, so me and this guy follow each other on social media, and a few months ago, he slid into my DMs. It got super flirty, and I ended up giving him my number. We started to text heavily for about two weeks. Are people slipping in your DMs? Do you have a boyfriend? What's Ta- going on? I have a boyfriend and tons of DMs. I encourage... A boyfriend and tons of DMs. How long have you been with your guy? Like four years. Okay, so it's serious. We okay, live together. Tell us about yourself. We're oh, you live together? We're roommates. Ooh. What does he think of you getting a DM? He's like, I he think has to he's understand cool you're a public figure. He does understand. He he gets comedy. Uh, you know, he's like the most unjealous guy I've ever been with. Is which, that hot to you? Which is like sometimes bothers me. Sometimes okay. it's fine because it's like, yeah, maybe maybe uh, maybe you should own me a little more. No, but it's fine. It's but doesn't that keep you fine. interested a little bit? Yeah, yeah. It's sometimes a little jealousy is good, <laughs> but I don't think I've given him a reason to worry yet. Uh, no, but it's good. I like DMs, but I'm also like a black hole of need when it comes to compliments, etc. So you're like anything, whatever's coming at you, you're just happy to get. <laughs> yeah, I'm like okay. a whale. I, I, I'll just I'll just open my mouth and whatever goes in is the, fine. All the compliment <laughs> kelp. Uh, so we started the text heavily for about two weeks. There was a lot of deep conversation as well as some sexy pics exchanged. We eventually go on a date and the chemistry was so banging that we ended up well banging mm. i love this this is this is the dream of every dude uh <laughs> I, I i saw i texted i conquered, I conquered you know um after that pretty much everything changed <laughs> oh the the old a tale as old as time he would still text but acted more friendly than flirty i asked him when we were going to see each other again he responded with something very non-committal Ugh. So although I was bummed, I figured this was just a one-time thing and moved on. He mm-hmm. kept texting, though. And I finally asked him why he was still texting me if he had expressed no interest in seeing me again. He responded with a surprise. I honestly thought you were just, we were just friends who got along really well, who just happened to be super attracted to each okay. other. Okay. What an idiot. I love this because he went into lawyer mode. Right? That was... Well, I thought we were just I, friends yeah. who... Who were just cool with each other yeah. that liked it were so cool. So cool. That I saw your vagina. We could fuck and then never see each other again. <laughs> she, writes, she writes, This is total BS. We never were friends before we hooked up. And the whole I honestly thought we were just friends thing made me feel kind of manipulated. Uh, Did he really think we were just friends this whole time? Is this a move? Thanks in advance for your advice. Your podcast is literally the highlight of my Tuesday and Friday morning commutes. Yo, thank you so much. I uh, really appreciate this email. We laugh because we love. Um, and also like we've all been oh, there yeah. before. I've Dozens been this guy times. way more times than I'd like to admit. Oh yeah. I bet. Are you still this guy, Jared? No, I got a girlfriend. Oh. Now. She was, you can listen to that episode, uh, two ago. <laughs> she was our very special guest. Oh wow. It was very fun. Doing well in the charts, Shelby tells me. Just blowing up. People loving it. People loving People it. Loving, it. GF. loving the new producer, apparently. The new producer. I've heard tell. What are, do you mean? Are you the new producer, Shelby? I've heard people calling for a Jess revolution. Oh, they want her to be the, the, the host of the show. A new <laughs> J train. Yeah, I, I've heard that. I've gotten that feedback, too. Not appreciated. She could uh, be the caboose. Yeah. Well, I like I think it's going to be like a once in a while thing. They want they really the listeners want you and Jess to to rat tat tat. They want to hear that combo i'm not surprised i'm not surprised either <laughs> uh so what do you think i mean is this a move i mean yeah this guy sounds like too much of a pussy to say and of course you're not gonna say hey i really just wanted to fuck bye what would you, so my question is because i'm sure you know listen we everyone listening we've heard this story before 
what would have been better? What's the alternative? How? Because there is right. this thing where, and I'm not taking his side, but we're just playing devil's advocate, and I'm, and I'm saying, I, I think she's going a little too strong to go feel manipulated. He's just saying right, right. whatever he can to not have to feel like a dick. It's so tricky because, like, the, if I were this girl's friend and a girlfriend or her sister or her, like not her mom, but if I were her, a cool aunt or something, I would be like, if you really like this guy and you really want to date this guy, you need to hold out on sex for a while because you have to kind of train them to value you. But at the same time, I know that feeling of like meeting a hot new guy and wanting mm. to fuck and there's nothing better. So it's really it's tricky. Sexy. You yeah. met, you've oh. had this dirty talk. You exchange pictures. It's fun. I think the thing that like what guy like it's interesting because He's just trying to soften it. Right. He's you know, just trying like, to be like, oh, you know, we're just tail as old. <laughs> but he I'm really, instead of, so- instead of softening it, he made her feel like an idiot. Yeah. Because if he had just not texted again, if they, if they it would have been better, which is so crazy to it think. It would have been a textbook cut and dry ghosting. And, and yeah. she would have been like, listen, we had that hot night. I think... What it, what it, she I think she more feels belittled than man- manipulated. Not to mansplain how she felt. <laughs> I can't tell her how to feel, but I'm saying like it's more belittling that you're like. Do you think I'm a, an idiot? Yeah. Like I I wasn't that into Let's you. Let's be in the needs- same reality. Like yeah. we were not friends before this. Yeah, yeah he yeah. slid into her DMs. He slid into her this DMs. Is a DM slide. Me and this guy follow each other, and a few months ago, he started sliding into my DMs. But that's you know. The, my, the reason I'm asking, like, what, what could he have done different is, like, how honest do girls want guys to be? You know, like... It depends on the girl. It depends on how old they are. It depends on what they want. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Every situation is different. Like, it, it, I, I think what a lot of women have to look at is, is, the, is the end game. And the behavior. The, right. the end game for this guy was to fuck. Yeah. And it was and and meeting you was and having a good time with you was all kind of a side benefit of fucking. Right. And it that sounds like, horrible. What do we have? What do I have to do to get to the fucking? Yeah. And like for a girl, that's like we've only just begun. Yeah. But for the guy, <laughs> it's like check next. Like I've had that flavor. I'm going to move on to Java Nagila or some other yeah. coffee pod. <laughs> I for those listening at home, I'm <laughs> drinking Java Nagila. <laughs> that is the most offensive coffee flavor. <laughs> I'm not offended. Does it taste like someone temple? was offended? Yeah. T- <laughs> oh my god! It tastes mm. like chopped liver. <laughs> we have this coffee for this eight nights. Lox flavored coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I eight nights, eight crazy nights of coffee. <laughs> I, I I just like she asked, "Is this this told we would never be?" It's a move not to like. It's a move to. And also, guys want to keep you around for the if and when. In case. Just in case. Break in case of emergency. You're now being put in a glass case, honey. Yes. Uh, it sucks. And he wants to be nice. He's he's trying not to say, I just wanted to fuck, and now I'm kind of less interested in you. Yeah. So he's trying to be nice by saying, oh, you know, let's just be friends. He's trying to, like, de-escalate. But really, it's you're not living in the same reality, and it's making her feel dumb. Yeah. And, and, she, and listen, we're all on your side. We're all reading this going... Yeah, he's he's literally just being like, no, 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 we're cool, we're cool, we're cool, and then yeah. walking away. Like, it, yeah, it, it's so no, hot. It's so hard though to like walk to say no to like a hot sex prospect. Like, it really. Well, I like. What if this started? You know, the sexy DMs, and then you go on the date, and he looks at you and goes, 
yeah, I just want to fuck. I'm not looking for anything. I mean, I guess he's risking his fuck at that point. Right. But I think like now, like as a as an, a mature woman of 29, et cetera, uh, like <laughs> I already know that that is what a guy is after. And I think it just takes you years of dating to realize that as a woman. But yeah, when you're, I don't know how old this I woman think- is, but like when you're in your early 20s, you just are kind of naive in that way, thinking like, oh, I can turn any hookup into a relationship. And I, you can't. I, I, and you can't. Sometimes you really can't. And also, the other thing about that is you, you, I don't think a lot of women want to realize how simple it is. Yeah. It's simply this guy was like, this guy, you were a steak. He wanted to eat it. Uh, how does he heat you up? How does he get rare. you on the plate? Yeah. And, 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 and I, that, I, I could see how she'd listen to that and go, oh, I feel weird. It wasn't that he doesn't like you as a person, too. Like, the, the, his friend thing does have a root of honesty where he's like, no, we're cool. I, like, enjoy your time. But he's like, but I also don't want to be responsible for you. I also don't want to go to your parents' house for dinner. And she's yeah. going, I don't want you at my parents' house either. Right. But I'd like the possibility of that. And he's going, I want no possibility of that. Right. It's, it's almost like it's men tough. and women are just like, they see dating, men see dating as like checking off boxes. And women are like, oh, I'll check off a box and then I'll fill out this questionnaire. <laughs> but we didn't <laughs> yeah. fill out the questionnaire yet. Why yeah. are we moving on to the next box? But you enjoy, <laughs> you know, I like, and then also there's the element of like safety. I like right. your penis. We went well together. This was a fit. This was a Lego piece that fit. Let's go. It's so hard to find people condom. that fit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, now I got to go search for new people that fit after, you know, through a DM. Yeah. And it's like, I, I and risked you wanna, my life yeah. to meet you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you want to try like new, hey, we had this great sex. Let's have more great sex. Let's try other shit. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Chrissy Mayer at. Chrissy Mayer on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. North Bar in Chicago, 511. Tubby's Kingston, 531. Go check out the show. Hilarious. We're going to have a great time. Look, Ma, no hands. Uh-oh. Okay. Hi, guys. Reco- ah! You okay? I just opened a seltzer ha- on my skirt. We have a, a situation. <laughs> Shelby, can you grab a napkin? I mean, we have a, we're it's, have a- it's clear. It won't. Not, don't worry. I want to make sure you don't. I get ordered a, this a skirt. Situation. I ordered this skirt from the internet blindly. <laughs> Look at the from whole China place is falling apart. We have and one I look napkin. kind of like an Asian pop star in this skirt. <laughs> Just sort of place hi, it. Yeah. Hi guys, recommending the podcast to all my, <laughs> my friends. You guys are great. Question: Met a guy abroad, and we live about two hours from each other, so we didn't let things stop when we got back. So they went abroad, came back, still hooking up two hours away. His sex game is sly but amazing. <laughs> what is a sly sex game? Sly but amazing? Like he's a cool dude. He's a charmer. He's like And then she writes, What I mean sneaky. by that, it's very intense, but not necessarily fast. We oh. get each other off all the time, and he actually make, made me come six times in one sex sesh. Jesus Christ. Who is this superhero? Does he have a brother? Six times. Woo! <laughs> the only person He's Motley Cruz drops Christ. are great. The dirt. That's right. Dirt. Wow, that's amazing. Here's my issue. I want to do the same, but for some reason he can't finish unless he does it himself. We have great chemistry and he loves my head game. Head game. <laughs> loves my head game. That is a new Motley Crue album coming out. <laughs> but he always finishes for himself and it pisses me off. Once I said, I uh, said, come in my mouth, but he insists he can only come when he does it. Mm. Makes for hot, messy sex, which is cool, 
was cool, but I want that good directly in my mouth. Oh my god, I hope your mom's not listening. She sounds like the perfect woman. I mean, this is I want that good in my mouth. Wow. Oh my you wrote that on a computer? <laughs> <laughs> not from his hand. He also said that's just a normal thing for him. How do I change this? Hmm. I love this email. It's a metaphor for every woman. Like, it's funny that like the first email is like, we had sex and how do I change this guy who doesn't a lot of emails are like how do I change this guy who doesn't want a relationship? This is, how do I right. change how he comes? Uh, it takes time. It sounds like yeah. this guy has a little bit of a control thing, okay. mental. Uh, he's got to do it himself. He's probably years of used to just masturbating and, and masturbating the way he's used to. And who knows if he's had a lot of relationships. If he has, he's just used to being in control. It's got to be his hand. And like yeah. this can change because I've dated guys who like, you know, couldn't come with a specific could, way. They couldn't come with a blowjob. It's like, well, I fucking rolled up my sleeves, and guess what? Now they can come yeah. with a blowjob. That may or may come not. on in here, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The factory. I'll get you off. I like the 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 like the power rush of being able, to like, I've changed this penis, the, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. better. And that's kind of what it feels like she's looking for. Yeah, but you know what you said is the correct thing. It takes time. Yeah, and it takes time. You guys are living two hours away. That means his masturbation habits aren't changing that much. No, you'd have you know? to, yeah, you'd have to be maybe living in the same city. My my one thing to her is, and to all the women out there, and this happens. I I think this is like a normal thing to feel, is when women get mad at the way a guy comes. Oh yeah, they can't or really how he comes, or if he gets that. it up. I I I think it's like. This is not about you. <laughs> you know, it's not like, oh, well, that was a hand chick. And coming now there's another. Coming is not about the chick. It's, coming in, it's a kind of about their, their penis. It's just, but I'm saying like the way, coming is about the chick, but not. Mm. It's tough to explain because the, the penis is like a, you know, I've said this before on the show, <laughs> like a baseball picture. picture. <laughs> like you have good nights and off oh, nights. Yeah. It, it is not. Look, I didn't make it out of the first inning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you penis meant like is... a baseball team photo, like where no one is smiling. I thought that's what you were doing. <laughs> penis is an angry sucker. <laughs> no, but I'm saying the, we, we have less control. The men who have great control over their penis are like professional athletes. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know going into sex. I'm not, I, I've, I've come out of sex being like, that was a good one, but I've never thought going into sex, this will be a good one. Yeah. You're not sure how it's going to go unless you're like a Zen master who's. Unless you have total control. Yeah. And I would say, you know, I, I always say on this show, like I'm the center part of the bell curve. Like I'm just like the average dude. It's 10% away from me for most guys. Shelby, would you agree going in? You really have no idea, unless maybe you're the most, uh, then we find out Shelby's a coxman. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, maybe you think, feel good about this outing, but you know, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. It really is. And so when you do have a control over something and how you go, this is, he's just doing what he knows, and it's all, this all goes boils down to comfortability. Yeah, and. Yeah. You may think, well, we've had sex and he's been naked around me, so why wouldn't he be comfortable? He's comfortable to a point. Is he vulnerable like inside, right? You have to let a lot go to get sexually close with somebody. It takes a long time sometimes. It takes a long time. I mean, I'm just saying to her and any woman out there that's like, if on a one-night stand or on a hookup basis, you've been with someone less than a year... Don't get mad at how a guy comes. <laughs> you know, I mean, unless it's it. on your face well, or in your and eyes. You didn't want that. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a different situation altogether. But like, you know, because I feel like I've heard this before where it's like, 
well, does he not like me? Is it right. about me? What am I doing wrong? And it's like, you're not doing anything wrong. This guy's got his own. We all have our own shit. Yeah. But women are such people pleasers that we totally. want to. And we want to be. The, we want to make you come. We she want wants it that to good, be good directly in her mouth. I want that good in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it right out of him. Right. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Oh, I love this sponsor. Quip, 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 quip. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, yet most of us don't do it properly. That's where Quip comes in. Quip is an electric toothbrush that's just better because it was created as a collaboration between dentists and designers. Quip has made brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and yes, even enjoyable. Here's what I'll say about Quip. Okay. I saw one in your bathroom. I have a Quip. Yeah. I love it. What I like about it, couple things delivered to your door no more going out and being like oh uh, it's oh, beautiful how many, too. it's a nice looking yeah. product yeah. so one direct to your door don't have to go to cvs walgreens walmart whatever let the mailman work for you take that trip <laughs> out of your life okay two also two looks beautiful it's a very nice looking sleek thing. It's I look like a pro you, when I have it. Stuck in my... to your mirror. You don't look like some fucking douchebag out of college with a toothbrush with a on the shitty, floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three. <laughs> none of us replace our bristles. Ninety percent of us don't replace our bristles on on a regular basis. Quip. Once you get on the schedule with them, they're sending them out on the regular oh, on the time you so should be doing. Nice. Now that's a thought that's out of your brain because we all do have wow. that thought once a year where you go, huh. man, this toothbrush has been around a while. Yeah. When do I change it? How long has it been? Take that out of your brain. Stop with the stress of that. Yeah. And it also, here's the other thing. Built-in timer. So what? every 30 seconds, it gives a little buzz. It, it stops. So you know to change quadrants in your mouth. And I oh. dare you. I dare you to use the quip and then tell me, oh, it didn't feel like a long time. Because it does. Yeah. Right, Shelby? When you're using an analog brush. Yeah, analog. You're, you go two minutes, you feel like, oh, I really accomplished something. I've, I've, my arm's so tired. This, it's just but over you, and done. And, and here's the other so thing. So easy. Analog brushes, Analog. You, you, do, you think two minutes, what you think is two minutes. Is not. Is not two minutes. And you're probably chewing on it. And yeah. All two minutes on the treadmill versus two minutes sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. We all know the difference between that time. Yeah. Now two minutes sleeping versus two minutes in your mouth, brushing your teeth. <laughs> you don't know that time. So listen. All of you not using Quip are losers, and you're stupid, and the, you need to you need to get it together. Does it come in different colors? Different colors, different Ooh. looks. Um, so listen, that's why I love Quip, and that's why and and why they're backed by over twenty thousand dental professionals. So you know it's the right product. Quip starts at just twenty five dollars, and if you go to getquip.com/jtrain right now, you get your first refill pack for free. With a Quip electric toothbrush. That's right. Get your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash JTrain. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash JTrain and brush like an adult. Do you think that everybody who has a Quip brush could start a gang called the Quips? Yes. I would encourage that. <laughs> you want to do a tough question? Yes. Okay. This is short, but the the... The title, I, I thought this was, I opened this up, I thought it was going to be like seven pages of a novel. The title would, but it's very short. Okay? Ready, everybody? Here's I'm the ready. title. Recent Abortion and Dating. Okay. 
Tough subject. I'm sitting here. Okay. Yeah. Get ready. J Train, longtime listener. You've really influenced how I date, and I can't say how much I appreciate it. Uh, feather, feather, feather. I had an abortion in early February. Things did not work out after with my partner of six months. I'm 30, and I, I live in a fairly liberal and mid-sized city. The abortion and break have been difficult, but I am ready to begin to slowly date again. I don't particularly like to talk about it and only told two of my best friends and the guy I was dating. Do I bring this up to guys I date? If so, when would I bring it up? Would you want to know eventually or at all? Um, mm. This is a tough subject. Yeah. Uh, we all, you know, we're all acknowledging that. I got to say to her, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't imagine how difficult that must have been. It's got to be. And also going back into dating and trusting people and, and it breaks up after you get the abortion. So you're probably connecting those things yeah. together when maybe this relationship wouldn't have worked, you know, if abortion or not. Yeah. So a, f- a friend of mine. A friend of mine, like, same thing. She really wanted it to work out with this guy, but she still got an abortion and they ultimately broke up. Mm. And uh, it really depends. Like, can you go out and date and have random hookups without telling guys and you're still, you're fine and having fun? That's up to you. Um, But if you feel like in order to really get close with somebody, you've got to be honest about that. Like, it's really up to you at what point you're ready to share that. Like, I could could say without having been through it, like, oh, yeah, you can hook up and you don't have to get into that because it's the beginning and it doesn't have to get real deep. But... I guess see yeah. how it feels and don't push yourself. I can't tell her how to feel. I got you got to yeah. take your time with this. I can say from the other side of the aisle, if I was on a date with a girl, would I want to know? I mean, I would want to know everything about someone I was close with. So, you know, I I if someone if I was on a date with someone, would I want their opening to be, well, the last guy I was with I had an abortion with, I'd be like all right, well... Can we order an appetizer yeah, first? Yeah. How about we get a glass of wine and we'll <laughs> figure this out? Uh, you know, like, it would... You know, I, and I do believe everyone is as good with your stuff as you are with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if if you're... I would say, first, don't rush things. Right. Don't rush telling people because, just like you said, you two, two of your friends know plus the partner that you, had, that, that you had the abortion with or the person that you were seeing. So this is obviously something you keep close to you. I wouldn't take this as like a step with somebody. You know, I don't consider this a step. It doesn't have to be everyone's business either. If my girlfriend today was like, listen to this podcast and went, you know, I had an abortion once. I wouldn't go end the whole thing. You know, like that wouldn't change anything. No. Um, But would you be annoyed you didn't hear about it sooner? Not at all. I would go, oh, this is when you felt comfortable telling me. This is the this is the time in your schedule in your life that you felt Right. was right for you. And and that's this is kind of part of the whole thing of like your body your choice yeah. and you and what you you know and also I would be like and I would say you have to be comfortable with the questions that come after. Right. So if you're not re- if you're with someone on a first date and you're like, "Well, I like this person, they're cool, but like I don't think we're there yet for me to yeah. answer the second question." I that's the thing I would be if I right. were her, because I, I imagine a guy would ask, "Oh, like, did it hurt? What did it feel like?" And they'll be exactly. And my yeah. questions would be even dumber because I know <laughs> so little. And I would be like, "Well, who was the guy? Were you guys together a long time? Did you did you ever think of like actually, you know, going?" Through? I would I would have questions that would make us very. It would feel like we knew each other better than maybe would. So that's the thing. But I think what the question she wanted answered is the one you asked me, where it's like, would that you know, I think date one, if I got it, I would go, this person's obviously not over or not. It hasn't really 
fit it into how they right. feel. They don't know how they feel about it themselves. It's so true. Like I, my very first date with my current boyfriend, all I did was talk about my ex, which is number one thing you're not supposed <laughs> to do on a first date. But I was like clearly still very banged up from my last relationship. And he was like patient and listened and for some reason wanted to keep going out with me. Um, so it's like, and it's but also, that shows you there's no yeah. rules. And this is like with anything about you that you can't actually see, you know what I mean? Like I'm not comparing it to like a breast reduction surgery, but that's an example of something that a guy can't really see. Sure. or tell but that you don't necessarily it's not like oh let's let's talk about why you are missing a leg like that's yeah, an yeah, obvious yeah, thing yeah. whereas this is like yeah you bring it up when you're comfortable because it's not like you know let's get it out of the yeah, way yeah i'm trying to think of any situation where i'm like i gotta run i i also like you know these are one of those things that you like you learned about yourself you know i'm sure she was like okay here's the three things I won't do again or the right. or the type of guys i'll be with and like now i think like all these like experiences that we have are to create taste for the future yeah so for you now you're probably i mean i'm not saying you know what happened is a good thing but i'm saying what happened happened and now you're better off for it you're a more prepared individual and ultimately whoever you go on a date with and whenever you share this information if you want to share it if this guy is comfortable hearing it the first date if he's comfortable hearing it the 30th date like Ultimately, that's going to be the guy that's probably ultimately right for you. Yes. And, and you I mean, be cool with it. And the other side of the thing is like when a guy dates someone who has an abortion, like, you know, does he have to say something like like this would come up for a guy, too, I think. Yeah. Right? Maybe he's been through it also. Like, yeah. He, oh, well, I actually had a situation where that happened with me um, or I've never been through that. And, and so I do think this is like a lot like. um this is comfort level. This is, you know, this is your way of, you know, oh, okay. and, and it's a big deal to you. So you have to go, oh, well, well, you know, this is something like, it's like kind of revealing like, you know, well, I also, I also have a, a child at home. Yeah. This you is know, like, like real like, ass shit. This yeah. is like real adult. Yeah. So like life, a, a, but a first date again, again, you could bring it up. I, I, I'm saying like anything goes like it yeah. could come up on a first date. It could. I could be, you know, three drinks in with a girl and be looking at her going and we're having a great time. And then all of a sudden sex comes up, exes come up and you go, why'd you break up with the ex? You guys were just together in February and, and you go, well, he didn't. Re- we actually had an abortion. He didn't react well to it. I go, oh, shit. Uh, and, yeah. and that wouldn't end the date for me even no. there. Any guy who is. So I could see how it would. Worthwhile you know. would would treat that with like gravity and respect and. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Are J- you okay? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we playing the, the one of the more awkward moments on this podcast? Me. What was that? It's a soundbite from the Boston show when well, well, you keep playing that and I gotta retell the story. <laughs> I, I don't, it's, no, we don't. She was great. I I we had she I there was a girl in the crowd and she had a hat on so uh, during the show and I go and we took questions at the end of the live show. She came on stage, I go, give it up for the girl in the in the, uh, who made the fashion decision to wear a hat today. Like, it was just whatever. Yeah. And then she goes, well, that's what I want to ask about. I had cancer and I'm wearing a wig. And I'm like, oh, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, oh, my God. That's me yeah. reacting oh boy. <laughs> to, to the awfulness of myself. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> you know, but that's a, a situation there where she was like, no, this is something that happened. This is a part of yeah. my life, you know, like, and she was laughing with us. So, um, but Shelby, Keep bringing it up. Uh, J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train Podcast 
at gmail.com. Chrissy Mayer. I'm su- at Chrissy Mayer. I'm surprised there aren't more train sound effects. Do the well the opening is a train. Okay. Right. That I knew. So we have that. What's your favorite train? The Excella, the one that goes fast. Ooh. What's your favorite train? <sighs> I you know, I guess I like the Metro North. No, oh, yeah? yeah. I like the Metro North just because it's beautiful. Yeah. You can sleep. Do brakes actually work? Mm. Jared, love the podcast. Especially love the one with you and your girlfriend. Thank you so much. Aww. The feedback to that one has been almost embarrassing. <laughs> I, I gotta say. Um, but it's, it's really sweet. Um, so I'm wondering about a guy's perspective on breaks in relationships. Why would a guy want one? Long story short, but my boyfriend and I have been dating for five months. And last weekend he asked for a break after we hadn't talked for a week or seen each other for two weekends. He's military, so he was out training for deployment, which mm-hmm. is in July, and couldn't have, have his phone, and he gets back and asks for a break because he has a lot on his mind, work, misses home, etc., and says he's not giving me the attention I deserve. The last few months have, haven't been the easiest. We have fought over things such as his friends always being around mm-hmm. and not spending quality time with me, but we worked through that, and things seemed great before he left for training. Anyways, would love your take on the situation. Keep up the great work. Uh, what do we think? It's hard. It's you ever been on a break? I mean, you're with a guy four years. Did you guys have a break? Uh, me and uh, yeah, me and my current boyfriend, we did have a break. It was like, yeah, something happened. I didn't talk to him for a week straight. I, I was like, when shit happens in a relationship, I, I go to like Stone Cold Steve Austin and I stay there. Like I just you know, you're just like cut off. I was like done. But then. He showed up in my house of flowers. And here so we are. So something happened. <laughs> yeah. Would you, uh, and you were like, um, oh, I'm yeah. I was away. like, no. I was like, this is, this is shitty and bad. And, uh, and then he, the flowers were like, that's it. Uh, I mean, like, it should have taken more than flowers, but, uh, you know, like we, we talked about it. And like, I was like, all right, here we, we're going to try this again. But it depends. Like, with other guys, I've, and that was a one breaks. week break. Yeah. So, like, I, it's, it really depends, like, who wants the break, why. I mean, obviously, he's good at, He's about to, like, go into the military, so that's probably overwhelming. Mm. He probably knows it's, he's going to be away a lot and not be able to give her what she needs. Shelby, are you you a break? You ever? Uh, I kind of went on a break with somebody, but we both sort of knew this is pretty much it. Yeah. But it was for, I guess, kind of distance but not military distance so i would say that's probably the main reason in his head this guy is is doing a version of what the first email was doing so the first email we talked about was like with the friend you know with oh i thought we were friends it's like Mm -hmm. this is a different version of softening the blow of telling someone you like but don't really see a future with that you don't want to be with them to me yeah, I mean, I mean, you're a guy. You I'm, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, this whole break thing. It's like, like a delicate breakup. You say you had fights. You say you thought things were great. But how long were they great for if it's been five months that you're together? That's not Was very it great for time. a month? Yeah. So how many good months have you had? How many bad months have you had? Have you had three good ones, two bad ones? Is that what your relationship's going to be in five months? So I'm saying to her, you have a standard. You want certain things. You want a relationship to grow I kind of think of relationships like, you know, kind of like uh, climbing a long mountain. I, I've been thinking about it a lot la- lately. Bring a lot of water. A lot of water. A lot of rope. But like, you kind of, it always, it inches up. 
like you go, you know, it doesn't, you don't really go down, back down the mountain because you're like, this is, it, do, it just doesn't work that way. Like if you watch someone like climb, you know, like a rock face, they kind of like, they, they, they climb one minute, then they stop, and then they go up a little bit more, and then they stop for a second. Like, Do you remember it from The Price is Right, the Yodler game? Yes. That's what I'm imagining right Do you now. Know, it doesn't, <laughs> it, it, the Yodler game goes Yodler. like little by little. And it, but it always goes up. Yeah. So this guy is looking at your relationship. And I think what happened is, especially when he took the two weeks without you, and then he goes, he comes back with the two weeks without you. That, and then he was like, I think we should go on a break. Uh, this is him saying, okay, I felt what it's like to not be with you. Didn't feel so bad. I think we should go. And now, uh, yeah. and now since we haven't had sex in two weeks, now I won't be, I won't look like big, as big a douche. I think also it might be a blessing in disguise to you girlfriend because i don't know i wouldn't want to date a guy who's in the military i just feel like that's a hardship but well i mean i i, I think it works i think it takes two people to commit yeah, to it like it true. takes it takes two people committing to do the work to be in the relationship here's what i'll say to her the worst part about breaks and when it's proposed as a break is that you don't really break up so it's mm. usually him or whoever's asking for the break is usually saying Wait here until I <laughs> wait here yeah. until I need to fuck again. Yeah, which kind of sucks because it's like now you're an option and you're not yeah. the priority. So to to me, this girl, what I would say to her is, if he wants a break, you take the fucking break. Yeah, and, but you're broken up. Yeah, don't do it as well. When's it a break over? A break ensue in in you know in in, in like it kind of would. You would assume with a break that there is now an ending to the break. Yeah, that's the problem with breaks. It's not. That's not what he's saying. He's saying I want to break up. Yeah, he's not saying let's let's see where I'm at in 30 days or something. And in 30 days, what he's closer to leaving and not being here again. So I think you should go to him and say, hey. And and also it's a version of being nice, which is actually meaner. Ugh. Yeah. So I would go to this guy and I go, listen, I don't want to break. I want to be in a relationship. You obviously don't see it the same way. So we're going to break up. Yeah. And that's a stronger position. That way, you know where you're at. Yeah. You're not just like putting what you want. We're um, going to do wait. Yeah. We're going to sit here and, and wait, wait at home and go, well, I'm kind of kind of in this thing and maybe he'll come back one day. And it's like, Ugh, no, no, it's not worth it. J train podcast, gmail.com J train podcast. It sucks. It's almost like you wish the person would be totally bluntly honest with you. Yeah, but it's harder for him to do that because he does like her. Yeah. And that's that's the the new age of dating right now is I like you, but not enough to keep you. <laughs> so and all our parents didn't really have to deal with that. Yeah, it's crazy how different things are. The, and my the, mom and dad, like they were married over 50 years, but they weren't really happy. Like really? they should have broken up. You think so? But that's from your perspective. Right, because they were just fighting all the time and they never looked happy and they were always like passive aggressive and making each other angry. But then to them, you know, what's interesting is like we, it's almost like our generation is just more, thinks more positively of what else is out there. Yeah. Our parents were kind of like, no, this is what it is. I like, found one person. I guess I'm done. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. It's not like they had, you know, a dating app in their pocket. Right. To like be like, well, here are the other options. They couldn't see the options. Yeah, they were just like, there's no other options. To us, this guy is like, well, I have a billion other options. Why would yeah. I stay here? I have hundreds of women in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> we're sponsored people. Listen up. Mapalim, Mapalim. 
I love Mapalime. Do you know how you notice my toothbrush? Did you notice my sh- soaps and shampoos? I did. They were very like you can tell just by your bathroom, Jared, that you're a man with his shit together. That's what I'm telling all of you for weeks now about Mapalime. Mapalime is making high-end products for guys with natural oils ingredients from the Mediterranean. Like you look like you have a job. That's right. Listen, let's go to the Mediterranean <laughs> right now. Okay, let's put you Ooh, in the mood. Greece. We're in Greece. <laughs> Finally, with Mapalime, you can get luxury grooming essentials from the Mediterranean at affordable prices. Yeah, I'll have I'll have the tomatoes and onions. Mm. Thank you. I'm ordering stuff in mm, Greece. More grapes, please. Uh, feta, extra feta. All of Mapalime's products are handcrafted with natural oils, nutrients that are sourced from the region's different coasts. Italy, France, Greece. That's where we are right now. We're in Greece. No, Uzo. Two shots of Uzo. Three, Shelby, you want some ouzo? Why not? I'll have okay, another glass good. of wine. Another glass of white, mm. pinot grige. All uh, Mediterranean locals have been using these ingredients for thousands of years, and it's now becoming a growing trend among guys who want to become more conscious about what they use on their hair and skin. I am currently wearing the beard oil all over my face and hair. Your beard does look great today. Right? I was going to say something you. earlier. And it smells. You just feel better. When you smell good, you feel good, you walk good, you DM well. Yeah, you fuck good. That's right. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of what Mapalim does. And also, to all the women out there, if you got a boyfriend, get it for them. This is a great gift. I, think I might. This is good yeah. for your guy. He's still using Axe. Can you believe this is, it? This is what I'm saying. 33-year-old man still using Axe. He should be using Mapalim. <sighs> That's the thing. You look yeah. at that Axe I go, bottle on. and you go... What am I doing here? Yeah, I look at an axe bottle, I go, oh, I'm going to get fingered in a Jeep. Yeah. You know? You look at a Mapalim. I go, ooh, a nice dinner. Maybe nice a dinner. finger under a white tablecloth. That's right. Mapalim is all about the Mediterranean lifestyle of enjoying the good things in life. The pleasure of simple luxury. Indulging in the things you love. Taking that little extra minute in the morning to invest in yourself. So get your grooming essentials at Mapalim.com. That's M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com. Promo code JTRAIN, 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 and get 10% off. That's a full 10% off your full order. Mapalim.com, promo code JTRAIN, level up your grooming game. What's your favorite product from them? I like the beard oil um, a lot. Mm. Um, I also like the shampoo. for I Because I'm... It's like a nicely done shampoo. It smells good. It doesn't. It's not too much. I wow. really like that. Also, the hair cream. I like that because it's just one pump. It's my whole head. Good to go. One pump. I'm familiar with that. One pump train. That's what they call <laughs> me. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Chrissy Mayer. Do we have time for one more email? One more email. Okay. <laughs> That's a very specific sound effect. I like this one because it's very awkward and it's kind of a younger one. How many emails do you get a day? We get like 50, 60 a week. Holy crap. And you get to read them all eventually? I, I try my best. Mm-hmm. How do you uninvite someone? J-Train Podcast right. <laughs> at gmail.com. How do you uninvite someone to a formal? Okay. This is awkward. Long story short, I spontaneously, drunkenly invited a girl to my formal, and she said yes. She seemed to be very excited about it. Unfortunately, it is my last formal before I graduate, and I would honestly rather bring someone else. Is there a polite way to uninvite her? I know it's not cool, but like I said, this is my last formal of college. Would like to put more thought into the who I bring. Thanks for the input. You you could say, like, 
I, you know, if he was drunk, that actually works in his favor because you can go, look, mm. I was so drunk that night. I had a really good time with you. I completely forgot that I have already asked somebody to this. I've already, I already have a date. I just yeah. got so wrapped up in meeting you yeah. and, and we had so much fun that I, and I'm so sorry I asked you. I'm such an asshole. I already asked somebody. The way out is the way in. You give them the story you gave, the story you would tell to someone else about them. <laughs> really? I'm saying he he writes in. I got drunk. I I made a I made a commitment to this girl, and I don't want to go with her. You go to her and you say, "Hey, I got drunk. I made a commitment to this girl, and I have to go with her." Yeah, but I got drunk with her. Right, her that, first. The, yeah. So, oh, do I? I I'm really sorry to do this. Two weeks ago, <laughs> I was drunk, and I I don't really want to go with her, but I have to. And that's okay. So your yeah. excuse is you've already. You've written the excuse. You are your own excuse. <laughs> yeah, so. And it sounds like this guy, it sounds like he'd rather go with no one than her because it doesn't sound like there's somebody else lined up, but yeah. maybe he has an idea well, of someone this, else. This guy is the the guy the from the last email. He thinks he has a thousand options when he really <laughs> might not have any. Um, I would say to him, think twice. You know, I understand it's your last formal, but like, let me tell you right now, I just I can't remember my last formal. It won't matter <laughs> it in five matter. years from now. Yeah, so like I, I I'm I'm trying to think back of my last formal and who I went with and if it mattered, it didn't. Um, the only thing I remember from college as far as like formals <laughs> and all that is just the ones that I didn't really like. You know that I wasn't like there for it. So be there for it. Be present. Have yeah. a good time. No matter who you go with, take a second to go. Do I really want to put the bad mojo on this formal by oh. uninviting someone? So I would say to you, yeah. if she was excited to go, that's half the battle of a formal. She could be Having, a fun hang. Yeah, yeah. this could be the most. So maybe she gives great head. This no? is head game strong. You don't know. <laughs> so, but I'm saying the more excited someone's there to be with you, then the more fun the event is. So if this person was pumped to go. Try and re- think twice. Yeah, think about this, wh- why this you asked her for yeah. some reason. There you know? was a reason you asked her. If you want to go back on it, the other piece of advice, as Chrissy said, I agree with that. Hey, uh, I got drunk with someone else and I asked them. I had no idea. They just texted me today uh, saying, can't wait for the formal. And I had totally forgotten. I don't mean to do this to you. I would rather go with you. But And just try to be a good liar for the other yeah. person's sake you know and uh don't tell a lot of people and don't spend the night going oh i had to cancel on someone else to go with you be classy about your lie yeah (laughs) Yeah. there's two you know it sucks to be a liar but it also sucks to then be to have someone put the lie in your face so yeah two ways to go about it you get pumped about this girl because i'll tell you right now you're not going to care who you went to form with or what. You might be separated immediately and then it won't matter. It, yeah, but you're going to have... Someone who's pumped to go with you is a great date. So take that for what it is or give them... Or you say, give them the lie that you already have written out for yourself. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, do we have time for one news item? We do. Let's do it. On this, uh, we had some talk of coming, some dick talk earlier. <laughs> there was some dick talk, yes, Shelby. <laughs> and I know you yourself are a fan of condoms. I am a big condom guy. Wow. Um, always have been. I'm off the condoms right now. Congratulations. With, yeah, thank you. Um, but I'm always, 
I've always been a big condom person. Christy, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're single, you should be into condoms because birth control is not always enough. Well, a new, an Argentinian contraceptive company called Tulipan has taken the condom game to the next level. Next level condoms. What do we got? Because (laughs) condoms, unfortunately, don't necessarily mean consent. So they've designed a new pack of condoms called the consent pack that can only be opened by two people. How is that? that I love that wow. idea. It's it's kind of like the the fifth grade note. Mm-hmm. If you like me, check yes. Yeah. Sort of. Sent across the room. Because it can only be opened when four hands simultaneously, simultaneously press special pressure points on the wow. side of the packet. Wow, this great must... for orgies, great for two people. That's, yeah, for, you can have four <laughs> per, up to four person orgies. <laughs> it's got to be an expensive condom yeah. with that technology. They plan to give it away for free in bars and at events. Wow. And, uh, you know. But if what if you're dating a guy a... with three hands or four hands? Four I was hands. thinking, hey, what about, you know, you're the fifth email where he gets his arms blown off in Iraq. What do you do oh, then? Oh, this is offensive to them. Well, then you should <laughs> fuck that guy anyway because he's, uh, he's a hero. Know, he's a hero. Hey, I will say it's interesting. Like, you know, I hear at first thought you're like, good. We're trying. <laughs> we're, we're, we're attempting to make, you know, we want more consent. We want to yeah. make it safer. Consent and then content. you think, oh, this is created for dudes that think that are women rapey. are trying to, yeah, yeah like, that are like think women are after them like you know like this is like it's this a bit is, much yeah this, is, this feels like one of those like it was create this product feels like it was created by the worst type of guy yeah because the guy would be like well those women go uh, around lying i guess i need them to help me open the package so would you sign this contract i'm gonna get sued yeah it's like it does have at first with this like i i Obviously, we all want better, more consent. We shouldn't need this thing. I mean, yeah, we, but the idea of it is like, oh, this was a douchey yeah. guy that created this whole idea. Yeah, it was launched after only 14% of Argentinian men said they regularly use condoms during sex. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know if this is the way to get them into condoms. I think we should start, <laughs> we should walk before we run in Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. That's Thanks really interesting. Chrissy Mayer, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. Fantastic. All of you go follow Chrissy at Chrissy Mayer, C-H-R-I-S-S-I-E-M-A-Y-R. She's going to be at North Bar in Chicago on May 11th and then at Tubby's Kingston on May 31st. Go follow all that on her Instagram at Chrissy Mayer. Pumped to have you, Shelby. Thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic (laughs) Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jared Freed. Again, we added a fifth show to Gotham this weekend. If you're in town, you haven't got tickets, come to that late night show, jaredfreed.com. Philadelphia, I'm coming there. Vermont, I'm coming there. Seattle, coming there. Jaredfreed.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.